0: You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I'm also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Have a great podcast lined up for you today. Uh, Obviously, the disappointment with Arkansas basketball was a big one last night. Uh, as they lost to the Volunteers by a final score of seventy nine to seventy four, it was a bummer. Uh, but uh, you know there was some times and stuff that we'll probably talk about tomorrow more so with Arkansas basketball. But today I have a very special guest for you, and uh, it was actually someone that we interviewed on Out of Bounds. It was former Razorback wide receiver coach Justin Step, which we talked a lot about yesterday or the two days ago I should say on the podcast about him and about his decision and all of that. And it was really a great interview and really fascinating stuff and. Uh, something that he really opened up about, about a lot of the things going on in his life and the decisions and why he made that decision and all that fun stuff. And we're going to talk to him about it and ask him about it and see exactly uh, what Wall went into the decision and everything like that. So without further ado, let's go ahead and go into the phone lines and welcome in the former Arkansas wide receiver coach and now the new South Carolina wide receiver coach, Justin Stepp. Coach, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon?
2: I'm doing good, guys, man. I appreciate you guys giving me the chance to get on.
1: Well, absolutely, and the th- the thing is, is I've always just been curious about, uh, you know, the move you make in the process, because obviously we know that you were from the South Carolina area there in Columbia, and uh, I know it's not an easy decision, but could you just take us through that process of what uh, that transition was like, going from being the wide receivers coach at Arkansas to now being the wide receivers coach at South Carolina?
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's been a whirlwind. Yeah. Um, and i had a, a lot of a lot of irons in the fire I man my my wife and i uh had our second child on december 17th and she spent uh 18 days in the NICU. and so you know all this stuff happened while she was still there and you know normally you're 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 at the next job or you're on the road recruiting and and getting and getting going but um you know coach, coach beamer uh has let me stay back home for for this week and, and make sure we get our little girl adjusted we got her home the other day and so it's uh it's been a whirlwind. It's happened fast, but um, my family and I are really excited to get back closer to home. Like you said, I I am from there. My mom and dad both went to school there. My sister went to school there. So um, it's a chance to get our family back closer to home, and um, it's just been a it's been a crazy crazy week to say the least.
0: Coach, what are you most excited about with this new opportunity? Of course, you get to go home, but how much do you know about the current receivers that you're going to be working with?
2: Uh, honestly, man, I don't don't know much at all. Um, you know, like I said, usually you're already there, you know, after you set the job and you get everything done, you you get into town and and start working with those guys immediately, man. It's just been one of those things, uh, you know, due to, due to everything we have going on here, man, I have not had a chance to be there yet, but, um, uh, I know we got some work to do, man, but I'm excited to get to work.
1: You no, know, Coach, we were talking about how sometimes it, it's crazy in the coaching profession just the amount of uh, moving and going and all of that, and you were actually part of a transition too here at Arkansas where uh, you came in under head coach Chad Morris and then uh, you decided to stay on under coach Sam Pittman. You know, like, it's got to be tough to go through something like that, but what was it about Sam Pittman and the job here at Arkansas that made you decide to stay here under this regime? There, It was a different – whole personnel, but you decided to stay. What went into that decision, and why did you want to stay on at Arkansas?
2: Yeah, um, man, my family and I, and I've told Chris Prittman this numerous times, are incredibly grateful for the opportunity that he gave me uh, last year. And, you know, when, when everything happened with Coach Morris and just the uncertainty, I've, you know, we had several opportunities to to go to some different places. And um, I'm going to be real honest with you, man, the number one reason was were the kids. Um, you know, we had – we built a lot of strong relationships in that receiver room, and, um, and you spend so much time recruiting them and, and and developing them. And you know that was the number one thing. Is if I had a chance to, to to stay and be around those guys, and I knew what what we were already recruiting, and kind of where we could go for the next class. And that was that was something that was important to me, man. Just to see if I could see if I could be part of, of his staff and what he was going to do here. and I would heard so many good things about Chris Pittman from from a lot of guys that I trust in the profession and. Uh, man, I was just incredibly grateful for the opportunity to stay with him and, and stay on the staff, and and to see some success this year. You know, I mean, these kids have been through so much for two years, man. To to to, to see them have some success on the field this year, um, man, it was it was it was worth it all. So uh, my, my family and I are just you uh, know you know incredibly grateful for Coach Pittman and, and Miss Pittman, Miss Jamie, to for keeping us here and giving us a chance to be part of the staff.
0: Coach, as a credit to you. Um... You're known as a, a good recruiter, and that may be part of why you go from one staff to the next. So what's the key to being a good recruiter? <laughs> man, uh,
2: you know, I, I think there's a lot of things that go into it. Um, you know, and I know some people won't, won't agree with, with what I say, after you know, after after leaving, but, you know, and it was hard, man, making those phone calls um, Sunday or whatever day it was, man, was the hardest, it was the hardest thing I've ever done, um, you know, not only to, to – our current players, but to the kids we had just recruited, man, because I take a lot of pride in, in being genuine and trying to be up front. And, um, you know, I think kids these days can see that, you know, if it's if it's fake or if it's genuine. And that's something I take a lot of pride in. And, you know, I, I've always heard, man, if you're not talking to them, somebody else is. And so just just being a constant in those kids and, and not just football, you know, that stuff, you know, if it's just football all the time or just the recruiting stuff, you um, you know that it it, it, could, it could fall on deaf ears, but just hey man, how was your day? You know, how's that math class still going? Are, are, are we getting better grades? You know, um, if something's going on in their family or with their girlfriends, just checking on them every single day and, and just being a constant in their ears and um, you know over time and you can't just you can't just tell somebody hey you know I, I need you to trust me and take care of you and all that I mean, that stuff's built over time so just getting in early. Um, and offering a kid early, and, and and communicating with them early, and just trying to build that relationship, and and just being relentless and, and talking to them, and and not letting anybody outwork you, Man, that's what I, that's what I've always taken a lot of pride in.
1: We'll continue our discussion with former Arkansas wide receiver coach Justin Stepp here in just a second. Folks, i got to tell you about Built Bar. It's hard to eat healthy these days, but luckily for you, Built Bar is everything you need. They have so many different flavors, and I'll tell you what, uh, they originally started out with only 12, but now they've boosted it up to 18, and they've added a few more that are absolutely phenomenal. I would recommend going with the cookies and cream because you can't go wrong with it. It's definitely my favorite. But some of the classic ones like peanut butter and banana bread and double chocolate, coconut, peanut butter, brownie, all the different types, whether it's fruit or chocolate, whatever it is, you got to check it out and you got to go with Built Bar. And the best thing about it is that they're great for all of us health conscious people. So you can lose or maintain your weight while also indulging in a delicious treat. And they are also low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. So they're great for all the different diets you're trying to do when it comes to your New Year's resolution. Right now, here on the podcast, if you go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked on, you'll get 20% off your next order. That's right, builtbar.com. Use 20% off for your next order by using the promo code locked on. It's a great deal. Take advantage. Don't hesitate, folks. It's not going to be there forever. Buy the whole store if you have to. You'll get 20% off no matter what when you use promo code locked on at builtbar.com. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. I know it's your recruiting coach, but uh, there was also a lot of elements, I'm sure, when Shane Beamer, Coach Beamer, was looking at you and and what your job did at Arkansas and seeing some of the wide receivers you coached here. I mean, mean, Traylon Burks is phenomenal. You had him, you had Mike Woods do a really good job. Davion Warren was right there as well. You had some other guys step up. Uh, I mean, just looking back on your time, especially this past year for Arkansas uh, and then the job you did with the wide receivers – Uh, What what did you make of that and your time here at Arkansas, and what can you say about those guys and how great they have been not only this year but also will be going forward?
2: Yeah. um, You know, I mean, everybody. Traylon Burks is a freak. You know, you just pretty much got to get him to the bus and make sure he's on time. But he's he's an incredible player and an incredible kid. Um, You know, one of the most unique recruiting stories is is recruiting that guy i mean he he was not a big texter not a big phone call guy he liked snapchat but you could barely get him when he wasn't hog hunting or in the deer stand or on a boat out fishing you know he was he was almost impossible to get a hold of but really excited for him i mean his his best football is ahead of him you know a guy like mike woods who i started recruiting back in 2016 when i was at smu and he was actually committed to to us there at SMU, and when we got the job here at Arkansas, he was the very first phone call I made. And you know, he actually committed side unseen, never been here before. But he said, "Hey, it's the SEC. I'm in." Um, and then to you know, a kid like Davion Warren who had every reason to, to to leave. When Coach Pittman got here, and all the transition with Coach Morris, I mean, and not had not had uh, two very good years at all. Uh, just struggled with injuries and just. I've been through a lot, and to see the success that he had, man, I just that made me sick to see it end the way it did on a, on a kickoff return to Florida. But I think everybody, I think everybody that is an Arkansas football fan should be really excited about the future that he has uh, in the year that he has, the potential that he has for next year. And man, um, I mean, there's a lot of really good players in that room. Those freshmen that are coming in are going to help contribute too. And you know, that's that's the one thing is I, I hope that I've left that room and feel like I have left that room in a lot better shape. Uh, Than what it was when we got here.
0: What do you see from this Arkansas team moving forward as a whole, as far as the future? You just talked about the future of the receivers and how they're looking, but what about the team as a whole?
2: Uh, I think the number one thing is for any team is that they have confidence. Um, I think they believe in their coaches. I think they all believe in Coach and Coach Browse, who I can't say enough good things about, and Coach Odom. The same way, you know, it's amazing to watch, you know, those two guys as coordinators. Um, just, just keep the same message and deliver the same message that Coach Pittman has, you know. And, and it's a credit to Coach Pittman. He's the same guy every day. Um, he's incredible with those kids. And I mean, those kids just believe. And it's amazing what a team, you know, relatively the same team. I mean, I know we had Felipe and, and a couple other guys come contribute, but you know, the, the same, same group of kids, um, you know do an unbelievable job this year i think it's i think it's because they had a lot of confidence in themselves and i think that confidence came from the message that they got from their coaching staff and and from coach Pittman, coach Bros, and coach Odom being the leaders of the team and coach Jamil walker i mean he's a, an incredible difference maker as well so they got a great staff i mean they they won't miss a beat I can, I can promise you that And they'll just keep getting better they'll just keep getting more confident and um man i'm excited to, to watch them from afar you know i it's going to it's, it's gonna to be tough to, 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 to lead these guys, but I think they're going to have an incredible success going forward with Coach
1: Pittman. You know, one thing I always think about, Coach, is just looking back on this year and knowing with COVID and how difficult it's been for everybody, and especially in college football, I can't imagine what it was like for you as a coach when there was a time where people were talking about there wasn't going to be a football season they weren't going to play, and then obviously yeah. they powered forward. The SEC and conferences got together, and here we are about to have a national championship game where you can say you completed it, but what was the season like as a coach for, for you personally as far as recruiting and developing and the guys that had to sit out because of COVID precautions? I mean, what was this year like for you as a coach just in your day-to-day routine during COVID-19 to 2020?
2: Yeah, I mean... To say it was different is the understatement of the year. I mean, it's of the century, right? I mean, it's, everybody had to make adjustments. You know, um, I can't say enough about what our kids did um, to, to get to where we played that football season. Because I'm a, I, in the middle of the summer, if you'd ask me, I said, there's no way we could pull this off. I mean, it was just so, just logistics, the logistics of everyday operations, you know, were, were just an absolute, I mean, our ops department and everybody just did such an incredible job of getting these guys to the season. I mean, there's – you know, you walk in and you get to a game week and you walk in and you're just – I mean, it's just, can we survive the COVID test? You survive the Sunday test and you survive the Tuesday test. And then you wake up Friday morning and it's just like, man, I just pray to God I got all my guys, you know. Um, It was – I don't even know how to explain it. And I think I think people have an idea, but, man, I'm so – incredibly proud of that of the the team and and the guys because they sacrificed so much um just so much to even be able to play play the season and just can't say enough about the things they did uh to get to that point i mean it was an incredible it was an incredible journey and and i was i'm I'm blessed i was able to be a part of it i'm just so proud of our kids and our staff i mean it's you just you never know who you're gonna have i mean it's it's incredible i mean I, I hope I hope we're not to go through a lot of that again. I hope we can get back to some normalcy. But just just the everyday getting guys through meetings and spacing everybody out, getting through a practice, and not, not necessarily even the injuries, just making sure that nobody gets the virus. You've got the kids' families coming in from out of town. I mean, and sacrificing time with them to make sure that they don't get it. I mean, it was just it was a nightmare logistically, but we we pulled it off, and our guys did it. Our, our guys did an incredible job.
0: What were some of the best moments from the season? You got three wins, so maybe you could take something from one of those games. Or sometimes you learn things and losses that may have been some, some good moments throughout the season. So some of the things that stood out from you as far as best moments that happened this season.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, obviously I think number one is Mississippi State. Um, and then at that point it had been a long two years. I mean, I'd been there for two years by then, you know, and it had been a long two years for a lot of these kids as well and just to see you know just to see them excited and to see the success that they had that game um and just you know the reason we do it is for the kids man to see their smiles and their faces in the locker room after that game um man that was that was pretty incredible um you know i think another thing is kind of the auburn game and i know we you know i know there's a lot of debate on, on that game obviously man but to see our kids get down seventeen nothing win in the past, it, you know it probably would have steamrolled and it probably would have went downhill, man. But our kids came back and fought and took the lead, and you know that game for me is special because of Davion Warren and seeing how he, he stepped up and played that whole second half and um, man, I just that that to see him play like that in that kind of game on that kind of stage under that kind of adversity uh, was pretty special. Um, and then um, obviously beating, beating Ole Miss and the way we beat them and to watch a kid like Hudson Clark and make those get out there and make those plays, um, man, I thought that was pretty special. You know, the one thing that I I, I, I wish for these kids that we could have had was a packed stadium because um, they deserved it, man. And I thought if, if we'd ever been able to pack it out, it would have been this year with the success we were having, man. And I thought that would have been special to have the Razorback fans who I can tell you from being here, man, are, are unlike anything I've ever been around. Um and I know, you know, I probably disappointed a lot of them, but I think there's a lot. The messages I've got, you know, have been positive as well, man. So to be able to have all those fans in that stadium for those kids would have been awesome. But definitely Mississippi State, see the success and see the smiles in the kids. The Auburn game overcoming the adversity, and then the way we won the Ole Miss game, man, that was that was a lot of fun. So.
1: We'll continue our discussion with Justin Stepp, former Arkansas wide receiver coach here in just a second. But, folks, you know, I've been telling you about BetOnline.ag. The national championship game is coming up uh, between Alabama and Ohio State, and there's so many great little prop bets that I like to do. I know some of you may not be into it, but I definitely am, and you can do margin of victory, and it's just so much fun. Like, for instance, say if you wanted to say that Alabama wins by, I don't know, let's say – 20 points, because that's what I think they're going to win. They're going to win by 20 points. Make it 21 for an even three touchdowns. Alabama has 15 to 2 odds on that with betonline.ag. Maybe you're not one to bet on the score. Maybe you want to do the first score of the game, that is. If you bet on Alabama, you get 1 to 1 odds, but on Ohio State scoring the first touchdown, it's 7 to 5 odds. Maybe you just want to go crazy with and really get weird and seeing whether or not the starting quarterback will finish the game or what the longest touchdown will be. It doesn't matter. It's all at betonline.ag. And you not only can do college football in the national championship, but there are NFL games to check out. And the best part about it is that you can sign up today for a free account on betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% off welcome bonus. That's right, 50% off. You receive 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit, and it is the best way to do it. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, folks. Get on Get on the action at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Well, Coach, uh, I, I just have one more for you because I, I know you got a lot of things to start getting to with your new gig, but I've always just been curious with coaches and everything, What what is your dream job? It doesn't have to be specifically necessarily of a school or in the NFL or anything, but as far as what Justin step in his end game, his end goal, something that he's dreamed about and wants to do, do you have one of those or do you just kind of live in the moment and let the wind take you as it may? <laughs> well, you
2: know, uh, I think anybody's, Anybody's, uh you know, dreams or, or to one time is to get a chance to be a head football coach. um You know, wh- where there is, I never grew up. Uh, I grew up watching South Carolina and, and watching Clemson. Uh, those were the two in-state teams when I was growing up. um But to be a head coach of either one of those institutions would obviously be a, a dream job. But you know, I, I don't get caught up in that. Just like you said, I mean, I know it's cliche, but I do. And you know, right now I'm, I'm a wide receiver coach and. You know, my my goal and my dream is to be the best wide receiver coach in the country, and to be the best recruiter at my position in the country, and the best developer at my position in the country. And um, you know, I just want to take a lot of pride in doing that. You know, I I think the Lord's got you know, you you take care of what the job that He's given you, and, and you do you know, service for Him while while you're doing that job. I think you know He'll He'll bless you and lead the bigger things in life. And man, that's 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 my goal, man, is to be a you know, be a positive influence on these kids every day, be something different. Um, you know be an example and um, be the best husband and the best father i can be and man if it makes if, if anything if those guys in that arkansas receiver room are a better man and a better husband because of how they saw me treat my wife and treat my kids and how i treated them um the man that i've done my job so um that's kind of that's kind of my goal every day is to be the best position coach i can be and you know wherever that leads man it, it leads and just try to do the best i can of what i
1: got Well, Coach, we really appreciate you coming on with us. I know it's been a crazy time for you and your family and the move and everything like that, but I know Razorback fans are appreciative of what you've done here at the University of Arkansas, and I know all of us are wishing you the best of luck in your new gig in South Carolina. I know it's always good to go home, no doubt about it. But best of luck to you, Coach. Really appreciate you coming on, and good luck there in South Carolina. We wish you nothing but the best.
2: And thank you, guys. I appreciate all alls time, and I appreciate all the Razorback fans and everything they did for myself and my family. you um, will always have a special place in the Step family for sure.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much, right. Coach. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. Well, appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.